Hi everyone, welcome to the Bart DZ podcast. On tonight's episode, I will be discussing um, resources for Illinois uh, cannabis medical patients who um, are trying to set up an indoor grow on a budget. This is basically a supplemental podcast to the, the previous episode. Uh, which kind of talked about it um, in a more broad way. And um, so this is like basically part two. And uh, what it's mostly going to involve is getting into more specifics about uh, where to go for what. Uh, You know, I mentioned like a couple, you know, individual resources on the last episode, but um, the point was not to go um, into specific detail too much. So that's what I'm going to do on this episode. And uh, I know I always start off by saying this is going to be a shorter episode, and it usually isn't. But uh, tonight, I really have to try because I have um, still have some other things I need to do tonight, and it's already really late. It's 11.47 p.m. on January 18th, 2021. I basically have to start my school semester tomorrow, and uh, you know it's this time of um, this time of the year that I always have to start kind of cleaning up my act. You know, I I kind of get to let loose a little bit over break, even though this this winter break really wasn't much of a break. It was mostly like me just preparing for this semester and trying to square away my private life a little bit. You know, and. Uh, so, you know, but it, it comes a time where, you know, you got to tighten the belt and, you know, get, get down to real business. And, um, you know, I don't, um, it's hard to be, you know, Mr. Party guy whenever you have all these responsibilities going on. And especially when you're a teacher and you're supposed to be, you know, a role, a role model or someone that could be a role model. Uh, I'm supposed to, at, at, at the very least, I think, set a good example. And, uh, you know, I might not be the best example of a human being, but I do at least try to not be, you know, a bad example. I think you could say that about me. Tonight I'm drinking some Founders uh, Dirty Bastard Scotch-style uh, ale. Which is a, a a beer I like definitely. It's kind of smoother, but also strong and has a, a heavy malty flavor. My only complaint is that it seems like here in Carbondale, um, if I do want to drink like a craft beer, a lot of the time it's the same old stuff. Like I know we do get a lot of specialty beers around here and like one-offs and seasonal beers, but uh, a lot of those ones I find to be way overpriced, like approaching $20 for a six pack, you know, when you factor in tax and everything and everything else is like just stuff I've kind of had all, uh, before, you know, I love founders beers, but it's like, uh, it's totally been there, done that. And I just wish, I don't know, maybe I'm being too complainy. It's like, uh, there is a, a decent selection, but I I think it could be a little, could pop a little better. 
What, what do you expect during a uh, global pandemic, though? This is uh, being recorded during COVID times, and uh, yeah, we're pretty close to that 400,000 death mark, which is pretty fucked up. But uh, anyway, I don't, I don't really want to go down a darker route. I uh, that thought just popped in my head. I feel like I should say it, but um, I don't. Let's not get bogged down thinking about that. I mean, um, regardless once the COVID passes and everything, if, if there's some return to normal, people are definitely going to be looking towards like, uh, healing and medicine to, uh, basically heal from this time. And I think a lot of people will turn to cannabis. Uh, you know, it's not the best, obviously, um, you breathe it into your lungs and it's not healthy. Right. But, uh, you know, there's plenty of other ways to take it, and yeah, I just see like, um, cause I mean, I just don't necessarily see people turning towards the pharmaceutical industry, you know, after this to really heal over, you know what I mean? Um, I imagine, uh, you know, maybe more natural remedies getting a little bit of a boost, uh, but you know, and, uh, you didn't tune in to hear about all that. I, I drifted off there and started talking about other things. But let's just discuss um, what we're really here to, to talk about, which uh, is what I'm really excited to talk about. And that's just like cannabis resources. Um, I have been scouring the Internet and elsewhere. Uh, and here's why, um, you know, a lot of people listening in may be thinking like, gosh, like Bart really gets uh, distracted from his his like his main hobby of writing and like his other hobbies but um it's it's kind of not the truth i mean uh, this uh, cannabis growing is, serves to be like basically um a backup plan of sorts for me if if things don't work out with writing you know it's like plan b uh, i think i already mentioned this on an episode i have like a plan b a plan c a plan d now and it makes me feel better going forward and um I also just learn a lot metaphorically about other things through, through, you know, just growing the plant and it's, uh, I don't know, it's just fun. It's just fun for me. But, um, so I kind of have this notebook over here and I guess I need to light this joint up because, uh, well, it's the end of the winter break. It's time about time to start walking the straight line again and, you know, cutting back on the on medicating. I am a legal medical cannabis patient, in case you're wondering. Uh, and I just have a little bit of um, sourberry blue. Um, I've gone and rolled up. Got a fairly large harvest of that from the um, you know previous grow, so I'm still still smoking on it. That might go nice with the uh, the beer. So, um, you know, there's obviously a lot of different resources if you're talking about indoor cannabis growing. And I'm sure many of you out there have already heard about some of these, which is awesome. Uh, but there's probably a lot of people who haven't. So I'm going to go over some, like, um, these are like, um, like must-watch resources or must-read resources. Stuff that really I feel like... Um, 
will help you out. I'm not just touting, you know, whatever I just watched most recently or uh, whatever came to mind. You know, these are all, I specifically hand chose each one of these different uh, resources here. Just be closer to the mic. I just kind of have to lean forward. Not the best ergonomic thing. All right, so let's just start with uh, books. It's a healthy thing. Start off with uh, this isn't <laughs> maybe won't be your best overall resource category, but it gets keeps getting better and better with time. <coughs> um, I keep hearing about all these different books that are coming out by authors like Ed Rosenthal or Kyle Cushman, people who used to write for High Times Magazine, and just other people who. I've never even really heard about, but they're just, they released something good. And uh, one book I, re I read at Barnes & Noble a little bit before COVID happened uh, called Cannabis Pharmacy. I don't know who who it's by, but that's a, that's a newer one that I like. Not about growing, but so much, but I learned a lot about cannabis in general. Uh, so one book that I own is called what's wrong with my marijuana plant and uh it's got a lot of good pictures and it's it's got some good information i do feel like it has a lot of outdated information and um the advice sometimes doesn't feel terribly well thought out for dealing with various pest problems or diseases uh, while they go over a lot of different ones it's kind of be can be illuminating Sometimes their solutions are a little rudimentary and uh, outdated. Kind of, you know, talking about Epsom salts and um, uh, what's that oil, neem oil that everybody uses, which I don't know. I keep hearing bad stuff about it, and I'm sure there's some decent neem oil out there somewhere, but it's just it, if you spray it on your leaves, it'll coat your leaves with film and plant can't breathe through the leaves and um, I've heard it can make your your cannabis taste like peanuts which is just like really off an off-putting idea to me so I'm just not interested in uh, neem oil anymore unless maybe you have some actual pests in your home you're trying to get rid of like um, roaches or or something worse you know that might be a decent solution for actual uh, dealing with pests maybe in your kitchen or something like that. I've totally, totally used some neem oil in a situation like that. Uh, and so another book um, that I, actually this one I saw just like being in Barnes & Noble that I thought looked kind of good was uh, just Cannabis Growing for Dummies, whatever their, um, whatever their cannabis book is. I just remember picking it up one day and I thought it looked, seemed to be laid out really nicely. Uh, and really, you know, uh, any book you might find that can just like open your mind up about pests or plant disease, um, you know, there's got to be all kinds of supplementary stuff you could look at, books about composting or um, uh, Korean natural farming or organic farming and uh, just, yeah, there's there's probably all kinds of books out there. Uh, but one great resource that I've tapped into since, you know, since I started growing again recently was, uh, 
you know, like just YouTube videos, uh, YouTube has, turns out to be this great uh, source for for this sort of thing. And um, uh, I think the best YouTube channel probably by anyone's standards for, for cannabis growing information is definitely the Future Cannabis Project. Uh, I definitely would subscribe to that channel. They just have like, uh, seems like endless good videos. They get breeders on there and experts and uh, people who are experts in, in insect pest management and soil and all this different different kind of thing. Uh, yeah, definitely one of my favorites. So I like to, to watch. And there's other ones I like, Bubble Man's World, his channel. Uh, He's famous for making bubble hash bags, and you get a lot of great information on the concentrates there, and just and uh, cannabis as well. I like his kind of healthy approach to uh, to to smoking cannabis and producing um, bubble hash. He seems really about being cleanliness and attention to detail, and I think that's cool. Uh, one popular YouTube channel is Mr. Canucks Grow. He has really high quality videos. He likes to grow auto flowers, and um, sometimes his his grow advice is is maybe not what I would um, go along with myself. But uh, it is inspiring to watch his videos. He just makes growing cannabis look extremely easy, and in some respect, it is, especially when you're growing those uh, auto flower type plants. Another cool one is Growers Network, uh, and another channel uh, is um, the Mendo Dope channel. That's that's cool. It's just cool to watch that one if you're uh, into looking at big cannabis trees and uh, you know, kind of learning a bit about how those are produced on on a mass scale. I literally mean trees, like uh, these aren't plants or shrubs, they're straight up trees that just tower, you know, we're talking 10 to 15 feet tall and many branches, and uh, I think it's pretty cool. I do wonder how the cannabis actually smokes, you know, when they grow it like that. Like, I wonder sometimes, like, are they feeding it, like, a whole lot? Or I think it's, it comes down to the root space they're giving it, which is... Um, which is cool, you know, giving it lots of space. Uh, Jorge Cervantes, High Times uh, writer, I've watched his YouTube channel, good videos. Uh, yeah, anything from those High Times, those old High Times guys. The Growing Exposed channel, Green Flower. I've I have one written down here called the Gangier, like G-A-N-G-E-R. I'm sure that's a good one. And yeah, that's um, that's it. There's some others I could mention probably, but that's enough on the uh, YouTube videos. But those are like uh, some good ones there. And if you if you just watch those for a while, you're you're gonna start to feel like you have this like team of experts at your disposal, because you basically do. That's the glory of the uh, information age and the invention of YouTube and all these sort of things. Like, just use it to your advantage. Um, 
I just I've learned so much from those some of those channels that it's just completely changed my perspective about the plant and yeah I'd I'd be uh, way behind I think if I never found any of those sources I would just be still um, still messing up plants left and right definitely <clears throat> uh, so let's move on to podcasts you know favorite subject right. Uh, Obviously, there's this podcast you can listen to. We occasionally talk about that. Although, after this episode, I want to shift and start talking a bit more about writing. Uh, so we have kind of chatted up uh, cannabis quite a bit so far. You know, this is a, a newly legal state, though. Um, 2020 was the first year for legal cannabis in Illinois, which uh, I think had its ups and downs. I mean, the, um, the change of the law was good and even got some good weed at the dispensaries now and then, but just overall, I think there's just too much regulation already, which isn't a good sign. Um, regulation, taxes. You know, I just, I, I have to speak the truth. A lot of people don't like it when I, I, I go, I talk about stuff like that, but it's like, um, it doesn't feel right to, to ignore it. I feel like I'm covering up for somebody who wants to just like get rich and, you know, um, yeah, just um, have a uh, cannabis cartel, basically. Um, you know, there's a great video. Oh, I wish I would have written that down. Maybe I have it written down. There's this great, uh, great video written by, um, I don't I can't think of his name, but it's, it's, it's actually, if you want to look it up, it's on YouTube called like the... Uh, how something like the white cartel of cannabis something like that and it's just a great video that explains um kind of the more seedy aspect of uh cannabis legalization so uh probably my my favorite podcast for cannabis information is probably growcast uh it's just uh it just feels really kind of down to earth and there's always guests that I find interesting and I just, I just soak up a lot of good info on that one. And uh, the, the host seems enthusiastic and, um, yeah, so I, I definitely support that one. And I actually heard a really cool episode the other day speaking of, um, you know, whatever I was just speaking. I just, I know it related to that, um, legalization and right. Yeah. That's what I was, um, I was just talking about, but this, they had a great episode talking about actually how the legal market, uh, in California is suffering really from the, the black market. And it's basically, um, it, it, what's really suffering though is, is not, I mean, uh, the legal market too, but it's the environment, uh, cause the Mexican cartels, I guess, have these big grow ops in the, um, in the national wildlife uh, refuges out there, and um, they use all kinds of crazy uh, insecticides and herbicides, and um, yeah, pest management chemicals that we don't even aren't even allowed to use over here, and they just have been polluting waterways and um, costing all kinds of. I guess taxpayer money out there, um, 
you know, California seems uh, like it's in trouble sometimes, you know, if, like you, if you hear about it lately in, in the news, but I don't, I don't live out there myself, so I don't know, and I'm not going to claim to know what it's like in another state, you know, living there, so. Another good, good podcast, uh, Grow Bud Yourself from Danny Danko, I found that one recently, and it's just, it's actually been really helpful just for um, good technical grow advice, um, especially on how to make your uh, flower smoke smoother. I've got a lot of good info chunks from there. Shaping Fire podcast, uh, Homegrown Helpers, which I guess the host has passed away, which is pretty sad, but it's another another really nice podcast. Uh, yeah, so there's there's some resources as you can see. You know, I I can actually tell you about specific, you know, um, resources for you to use. It's there's there's specific ones out there. You know, it's um, you know this this episode combined with the last one should should really help you out and get started on your your indoor medical grow. Um, and I'm I'm sure I guess you could grow outdoor too. It's just your your locale your 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 grow area has to be locked down you know um that's that's basically the the illinois law with that all right so so you got you know your info nailed down as far as what you're gonna um feed your brain with now you just need some straight up seeds or, or clones uh i can't talk mention anything about clones because no one in illinois sells them the um i think it's directly because the dispensaries don't want you to be growing your own uh they want you to be buying theirs i think they could easily get clones if they really really wanted them you know um, i'm sure someone would want to make the argument that uh the grow ops in Illinois need all, every single clone they can get every plant they have to produce the flower but I just I don't believe it I don't I don't buy it I think that's that's hype I think um, if there is a flower shortage in Illinois I think it's on purpose uh, it's a perp you know something that's, that's done on purpose by um, a lot of the grow ops in Illinois I think uh, if they wanted to provide more flour to the recreational market I think they could easily do it they just are making more money by having it be scarce I think just just being honest just being honest you know I'm not I, I'm not trying to be critical of them at all I wish they just kind of did things differently but I don't hate you know the people who own these dispensaries or anything they just think they um, like to take advantage of cannabis consumers and I don't that's what I don't like and they take advantage of medical patients too which is just it's just gross in a lot of ways and I don't want to be silent about it you know it's um I don't feel like I'm going out of my way to be like an activist about it but it's just like it's just where my thoughts are going it's kind of like a theme of this episode you know to talk about you know things related to this plant before we you know move on and start traipsing down some other um, paths uh, so anyway uh, so you need some seeds can't get any clones and you know I'd say don't bother with them anyway they just can um, 
bring disease into your garden and also pests. So uh, if we're going to get some seeds, then I recommend uh, seeds here now. I, I can confirm this um, legit seed uh, company and also seed seller out of Michigan. They are um, spelled S-E-E-D. C-E-L-L-A-R, so like the cellar in your basement. Um, and, you know, just to, to preface it, these um, sources are, you know, you can get the seeds, but they're supposed to be really for souvenir purposes only. And it's, you know, everything you get from there is, is kind of be listed as CBD and hemp. You know, um, you know they have the higher THC ones, but it's, it's just... Um, you know that's the gray area with the law it's kind of funny so it's just uh, you know it's everything they've got is kind of put in this overall category of cbd and hemp i think just to stop you know themselves from getting hassled by some sort of regulatory person i'm sure which i'm sure if that was the case would be all about money it just seems that um so many people in our, our country seem like, you know, when I say our country, I'm just talking about America, but it's probably a global issue as well. Just thinking about all the people who are motivated by money and like just getting that money in really sinister, like dishonest ways. It's one thing that kind of scares me about life. The people who are, have all these really get rich quick schemes and, and act upon them and, like uh, some of them, you know, uh, there's nothing with getting wrong with getting rich quick. I just it's the more sinister plans and ideas that kind of freak me out a little bit. Uh, anyway, so you got seeds here now. Seed seller. Um, a couple more seed banks that look reputable to me that I would feel comfortable ordering from uh, would be www.daga d a g g a dot love l o v e um, that's that's one that's one seems like it's hosted by the uh, future cannabis project and they just seem um, pretty legit and attitude seed bank is a like a very popular seed bank in um, overseas and uh, they have a seem to have a lot of seed companies who supply them so that's to me seems like a good sign and these are not the only sources for these things. If you look into my other sources, like the podcasts and the videos, you'll find all kinds of other sources for these these things um, that I'm talking about. So that's just kind of the good thing about the time we live in. You know, there's plenty of resources at your disposal. So... Uh, and let's just talk grow equipment real quick. Um, there's obviously Amazon.com. You can get a lot of good stuff off there. Uh, locally, we have this new shop in Carmel Grow Up. You can get plenty of stuff there. Ace Hardware is one I like. Uh, Lowe's, if you just need some some basic stuff to, I don't know, some wood or whatever, or some pots, some I don't know, just they got all kinds of stuff there. Yeah, or just Walmart, you know, go to if you really need to, you need to don't have a lot of money, you know, like um we talked about in the last episode. 
You need some like eye hole hooks or some cheap timers or some like rope to help hang lights or you know whatever um there's no shame in just going there i mean it's um if, if you're if you're broke or living below the poverty line I, I think you know you have to survive any way you can and it's really i think if we're honest i think it's everyone's responsibility not to over support i think big conglomerate industry you know like walmart and mcdonald's and all these mega um corporations but at the same time i think it's really people who you could disagree with me on this if you want but i think um it's those who make over eighteen thousand per year who should really be pushing for more change and like uh, supporting mom and pop places which are more expensive to shop at uh, i don't think there is any more mom and pop hardware stores i guess i was kind of thinking about um, restaurants and stuff but that is kind of crazy how there is no more mom and pop style hardware shops but hey I mean that's that's just how things change you know it's a thing of the past like they say <clears throat> excuse me while I take another drink of the uh, dirty bastard here scotch style ale <clears throat> can never savor the beer when I'm doing the podcast uh man it is really late I gotta I gotta wrap this up y'all so those are some places you can go for the grow equipment um I'm always going to recommend you you uh trend towards organic type fertilizers uh but also you can get a lot of stuff just right out of your yard you know start building composts in your in your yard and look for things around your your grow your living space that you can um, maybe incorporate into a, a, a fertilizer regime or just just your soil mixture. You know, one. Uh, so let's say you just like uh, you're thinking, oh, okay, all that stuff is great, Bart. You know, but I don't have even a medical card, so I can't grow legally in Illinois. Um, well, like I said on the last episode, if you're um, if you're over thirty, like you probably have some kind of medical issue that legitimately qualifies you for needing some medical cannabis. And um, uh, I think if you go to the doctor fairly regularly, like at least once a year, you're gonna have some medical records. And it's important that you get your hands on a copy of those medical records, which should be pretty easy for you to do. And, um, you know, you just need to build a case for yourself and look at it like, hey, maybe you need medical cannabis. Maybe you don't like, you know, maybe it's just it's just really not for you. And, you know, um, if that's the case and just leave it for those who really do need it and, you know, try to vote for people in your area who are willing to increase or not increase, but just give you any sort of recreational plant count where, you know, like they, the law was supposed to be in Illinois before, you know, someone's palm got greased, you know, it, it was something like people could, anyone could grow 10 to 15 plants in Illinois over 21 years old, but like um, at the last moment, 
you know, money exchanged hands and it, the law was changed. So now it's, you know, cannabis or uh, medical patients can grow, you know, a certain amount. Um, and hopefully just all those limits increase over time. So we can all, you know, provide for ourselves our medicine a little better because, you know, five plants or even 10 plants isn't really that much, especially if you, re you got some males that pop up or a plant dies. Um, maybe, you know, one of your plants turned out to be not a, a gr very big yielder. So anyway, um, so the best place to really try for the medical card that I've found, uh, someone else told me about, is uh, Educated Alternatives in St. Louis. Uh, that's where I got my medical card, and if you, yeah, you know, if you think you might need it, medical cannabis, you know, sh just schedule an appointment with them, and it'll, it'll cost you some money. It might, my memory's a little fuzzy on how much everything costs, you know, but it was, I think it was like $200 overall or something for this consultation, although the way it worked out is if I didn't get approved, it wasn't, wasn't going to cost me anything. And um, I have to go back every year for $50 and get a reconsultation, or not a reconsultation, but just a check-in. And then I had to pay $300 or so for like three years of the medical cannabis card. And then after that three years is up, I have to you know, go through the whole process again. Paying a, in total, it's like $550 or so. And so I'll have to go through that process again every three years and, you know, every year pay $50. And it's it's just a, it's a racket. It's all it is. I, I shouldn't have to pay anything. You know, I could understand like a $10 fee for someone to have to do some paperwork uh, at the state office. But beyond that, I, should, I shouldn't have to pay anything. You know, it's, it's a, a plant. Should I have to pay for some license to grow tomatoes in my yard or peppers. No, you know, I don't, I don't have to pay to grow other herbs like, um, you know, parsley or, or sage, you know, I can grow hops in my yard if I want to. And those are relate in the cannabis family. Those are, you know, cannabis's cousin basically. It's all it's all just silliness and none of it actually makes any sense. It's all the result of you know money exchanging hands, but anyway, we all know that. Uh, but if if you do um, you know go manage to get approved for a card, you know through a place like Educated Alternatives, uh, make sure that you send all the necessary paperwork to the state to get it finalized uh, don't count on them to do it they might offer to do it they'll say they're going to do it but they it's a, there's a very likely chance they won't because that's basically what happened to me and i almost lost um my ability to get my card and lose all the money basically i put up for it um if i hadn't have double checked to make sure that they had the paperwork because i just was getting some weird stuff in the mail from the state that was saying they needed something from me still or I was about to expire on my temporary card and still hadn't got my my uh, long-term one and it was just freaking me out and yeah anyway it was a huge headache so just make sure that you are the one that's dealing with every single piece of paperwork and not um, believing someone else when they say they're going to turn it in for you 
Um, oh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, um, I have some other like books and podcasts listed here, but I don't, I don't really, I haven't ever checked any of these out, so I don't really want to uh, recommend anything I haven't personally checked out. Although I do wish I had maybe some more. <laughs> There's one called the No Till podcast I have written down here. That that sounds interesting. Um, no till refers to you know just not tilling the ground to keeping the you know the fungal networks alive and everything alive beneath the soil. What, another one I heard about recently was uh, the Auto Flower podcast from one of these other sources. I, I wonder how that one is. I haven't checked it out, but I'll I'll probably I probably will you know check it out. Another, you know, good place for resources is Instagram. A lot of these seed companies and famous growers out there, they um, they all have Instagram accounts, and uh, you can go check them out. And some of them won't necessarily want to have uh, outsiders or strangers, you know, like accept them in, but a lot of them do. A lot of them don't really care. They're public figures, you know, so... And let's keep in mind, you know, there's uh, many states in, in the U.S. now that are have completely legal cannabis and many others have medical. And uh, we all know before long it's, it's just going to be nationally legalized. Uh, it's, I don't think it'll be long at all. Um, they're even talking about, you know, legalizing other drugs at this point. I think it's... I, I'm I'm sick of the argument at this point. It's just like, yeah, I'm, of course we need to legalize cannabis in every aspect, but um, you know, we're talking about legalizing psilocybin and LSD and uh, even heroin and cocaine, all this sort of stuff. And uh, I think it's interesting. I think you know they should should do that. Anything that comes from a plant, a natural plant that grows in the wild or uh, fungus that grows in the wild. I think it's absolutely ridiculous to say uh, a living thing like that is illegal. Um, nature, it's here because nature meant for it to be here, period. You know, um, these, you know, you can go walk around in certain nature preserves inside of the U.S. and, and find psilocybin mushrooms growing in the woods. You know, how can you say that that thing is illegal and can't be there? Um, or that you shouldn't be able to pick it. What if you accidentally pick it? What if you're just a mycologist and you don't know what that is and you just want to go take it home and study it? Uh, you know, there's cannabis that grows wild all over the globe, Australia and Southeast Asia and, Brazil, you know, the places like Brazil, South America, Mexico, Russia. It grows everywhere, you know. Um I'm just the, the maybe this seems like me rehashing stuff you've heard elsewhere before. It's like an old tired argument, you know, like it should be more legal. Yeah, we all know, but it's like I just I, I don't want my listeners to be like blinded by all the the giant web of lies that are out there. That's the main thing I'm trying to kind of push across there is just like don't believe the the lie network, you know. It's just um it's it's gigantic you know it's just so much misinformation about there and 
it's a lot of scare tactics and hoodoo, especially now when I say hoodoo, I mean, I don't mean that like, um, literally, I think that that might actually refer to a real, um, religion. I think when I just, I just mean like, you know, um, something that's hyped up unnecessarily, um, and maybe you know, just like classically had misinformation spread about it. Um, and so like, um, anyway, that's, that's all I really had to say about it, I guess I didn't, and you know, it, I'm not really trying to sway anyone's thoughts to this, this episode is, is kind of, you know, focused, um, you know, for, for medical patients or maybe it can be a resource for recreational people too whenever they change uh, the laws up a little bit. And it is uh, extremely late. Might do a couple things on the computer. Uh, really, I just need to shut this place down and shut myself down, really. It's a bit silly for me to be being up this late. I need to do important things tomorrow and uh, I don't can't think of anything else that may be considered a, a, a resource that I haven't discussed I think I gave you enough and I'm, uh, I didn't want to also just be like info dropping so I kind of am purposely infusing some extra banter in here because it would be pretty lame if I was to just list off all these sources and that was the whole episode um, I'm just sitting here um, trailer's getting a little cold I have to keep the heater off when the podcast's on it's, it's just too loud uh, yeah you know what There, you know there's a start for you um, and it really if you just tap into some of these resources you'll probably be just tapped into way more beyond that it's a expanding industry you know people are really catching on to uh the fun of cannabis growing and uh it's it's huge it's a huge industry right now as you will see you know once you explore these resources and see what's out there uh, maybe you have some you could tell me about so if, if you want to comment wherever you got this podcast feel free to and uh, I hope before long we can get together and have a, a hangout. You know, I do plan to do things like that. And uh, anyway, I just wish you a good night. I'm signing off here. It's been a long day, so I better just uh, better call it in. So thank you for joining me tonight, and I will uh, catch you on the next episode. Take care.